You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, or if you are watching live inside Studio 34 on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We got a big show for you on a Tuesday at as we can close the book on week 15 and your semifinal matchups and start to look ahead to championship week. If you are still involved, if you're still listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, if you're still tuning into the Fantasy Freestyle, it is most likely because you have a championship trophy on the line this week. So I'm going to tell you something. I will do everything in my power to give you the right information for you to seriously this time win your leagues and win that cash. That's what we got to do on always on Tuesdays. We talk about waiver wire ads, who to spend your fab budget on, and if you got any budget left, you got to blow it all this weekend. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We will also recap Monday Night Football, which ended week 15, the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let me tell you something. I hope you listen to me. Because remember, I said I like the Falcons to win, but not to cover the spread. That's what happened. I said I like this to be the week Mike Evans finally delivers for you and gets in the end zone. Eh, Maybe there was a couple of other shots called on that game. We'll get into that a little bit later on. We will also talk about some brutal hashtag game of inches from the stats over beat cypher, including someone who unfortunately that you all know lost their semifinal matchup with a hashtag game of inches. We'll tell you who. We'll tell you how a little bit later on in the show. I'll give you a hint. This person is no longer so excited so happy it's a big problem for this person we'll talk about that a little bit later on what we're also going to do is take your calls okay the number to call a little bit later on is 844-843-6879 i'll let you know when the phone lines are open and you could get down here on the fantasy freestyle talking to your boy speeds the spitted statistician and as you know if you saw yesterday's show i received what i believe is one of the most thoughtful gifts i've gotten in a long time from jilly dilly so you know i had to wear my ho ho hike ugly christmas sweater shout out to jilly dilly shout out to the stats over beat cypher shout out to my guys out there and road aware also doing great shirts out there for the fantasy playoffs we're gonna have to make that happen as well and it is the last night of hanukkah all right, so you know we're going to have to light the menorah for the last time. We got a lot of stuff to do. We got to get people ready for week 16, their championship. Watching on the stream, listening live. We're going to make sure we take care of you. We'll do phones, we'll do tweets, we'll do chats. We'll do it all. Come on right back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. 
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. champ is here the champ is here hopefully you will also be able to say that when you walk into the room after you win your league and win that cash right after this weekend it is a championship weekend here on the fantasy sports radio network everybody really excited everybody really it's coming down to it okay we have been doing this for months and if you are still live then you are a true contender so your boy speaking spitting statistician will be here to hold you down all week right here on the fantasy freestyle 7 to 8 p.m eastern time on the fantasy sports radio network let's get it started on a tuesday remember injury reports will start to come out on tomorrow's episode of the fantasy freestyle tuesday is always a little bit of a down time in the football week it is the day off for players but we have news and notes it is not a day off for speech check this out Deshaun Jackson and OJ Howard were both seen in walking boots after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Atlanta Falcons last night who is left you know you know about Mike Evans already the question is could that be a little bit of a boost to making America great again we will find out also check this out after coming back and the much you know Talked about return of Aaron Rodgers. He had one game, didn't look like himself. The Packers lost that game. More importantly, the Falcons won last night. That eliminates the Green Bay Packers from playoff contention. And in response, the Green Bay Packers have sent Aaron Rodgers to IR, effectively ending his season. Why risk it for a team that is not now contending in the playoffs? Amir Abdullah in Detroit is quote-unquote frustrated by what... Apparently is him getting benched. I mean, Tyon Green apparently has leapfrogged him, and Theo Riddick is there as well. Amir Abdullah only got eight snaps last week, even when Theo Riddick fumbled uh, earlier on in the game, okay? So I think Amir Abdullah, done. Fugazi. And Theo Riddick, because I do not believe in Tyon Green. I think Theo Riddick is a very interesting play moving forward this week. The Detroit Lions have the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe, and they have waved the white flag on on the season. The Patriots are optimistic that Rex Burkhead will be back for the playoffs, but he probably won't be back ahead of that time that with the sprained knee that he got in Pittsburgh against the Steelers on Sunday. I believe, listen, there's going to be a lot of Deion Lewis, but I think James White finds his way back into that committee in New England as well. We got a couple more people. It's not just Aaron Rodgers going to IR. Hunter Henry, the tight end for the Chargers, they're going. To, he's going to IR. Might that mean Antonio Gates is viable as a streaming tight end against the Jets this week? Eh, I don't really think so. We'll talk about it more in the next segment when we do our waiver wire ads. Tom Savage also to IR for the Texans. It does look like TJ Yates will be the man for the Texans moving forward under center. Also in Pittsburgh, we found out Antonio Brown will miss week 16. James Conner has been sent to IR. Here's what I'm saying, and I said it again yesterday. I said it yesterday. Fitzgerald Toussaint, I think, becomes the Le'Veon Bell handcuff. Some of you people out there have playoffs where you have have like two weeks.
weeks. So you got to worry about week 17. Le'Veon Bell is healthy right now, but God forbid something changes. You need the backup. You need the handcuff. I believe that it is Fitzgerald Toussaint, although just to let you know and to further complicate things, the Pittsburgh Steelers did sign Steven Ridley today. That's pretty much an insurance policy. I will say this, though. In dynasty leagues, in keeper leagues, keep James Conner, okay? They like this kid, and uh, remember my narrative. I don't know. Imagine if it all works out well and Big Ben rides off in the sunset. I could see Le'Veon Bell testing free agency, making James Conner a very interesting asset in dynasty leagues. All right, I want to talk a little bit more about Monday Night Football last night as the Atlanta Falcons beat the Tampa Bay Bucks 24-21. to Tampa Bay had a kick to try to tie it up as regulation ended. It did not happen. I got to tell you something. I told you that I would take the Bucks as home dogs. I said that six or seven points was a little bit too much. I said I liked the Falcons to win 26-23. That was the final I gave you, a three-point game. Instead, it was 24-21. Very close by your boy Spittin' Speeds. I hope you listened to me and said had the Falcons winning the game but not covering the spread. I also told you that Mike Evans was going to actually show up and deliver for fantasy owners. A lot of people, should I bench Mike Evans in my semifinal everybody who said that I was like no I don't think you can do that and Mike Evans finally had himself a representative outing five catches 79 yards and a touchdown I think he helped you if you actually stuck with him the thing is he had also two offensive pass interference calls on him that I thought were a little fugazi, if you want to know the truth. I think Mike Evans is uh, maybe on his way back, and I think he will be undervalued, if you want to know the truth, next season. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, always says that he would like to take last year's trash, and one of the guys that will be last year's trash when we talk about next year is going to be Mike Evans. They're going to have a new head coach, probably a new scheme there. I'm back all in on Mike Evans next year. You saw the talent, and I, uh, you know, if you started him – this week, it probably worked out for you. If you listen to Spittin' Speeds, it probably looked out, worked out for you as well. Let me tell you something also. Devontae Freeman is a beast. He runs very hard. He made a dude look silly um, on his long run. I think Devontae Freeman, you know, now further removed from his injuries, his concussions. You see when Tevin Coleman is not there. This is a guy that really, in my opinion, is an RB1. 22 carries for 126 yards and a touchdown. Another 68 via the passing game. Pretty much 190-plus scrimmage yards plus a touchdown. I will take that. I know next week they got a tough matchup against the New Orleans Saints defense, but I think Devontae Freeman is locked and loaded as an RB1 moving forward. I also told you about how Deshaun Jackson and O.J. Howard were um, banged up. If both of those guys are compromised, check the practice reports, which I'll start sharing on tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. But I think uh, Make America Braid again, Cameron Braid, could be a very interesting uh, option at tight end if you need someone or a flex play, if you need someone in your championship. The last thing I'll say on this game, and I said it before the game, I said some of these guys might be auditioning for their new coach. I told you how I thought John Gruden wants to get back into coaching. Did you hear that halftime speech? You're going to tell me he's not trying to position himself for a head coaching job, thanking everybody and all that stuff. I think he is. I said it yesterday, and what I heard last night does not change my opinion. All right. It's time we got to get into it, uh, Bavona. We got a semifinal edition of hashtag Game of Inches. I mean, that Big Ben Jesse James play, that could have been, you know, 
frustrating if that ruined your league. What about that car fumble? That could have been frustrated if that ruined your... What about the Gutskowski missed extra point in that game? If that was your margin of victory or loss, that could be really bad. And what about on Monday Night Football last night when Devontae Freeman could have had another touchdown, fumbled at the goal line, and then Tilolo got it? That helped nobody. It could have hurt Devontae Freeman owners, but he, he did enough. I'm sure if you had Freeman, you did okay. Check this out, Bavone. I got some options for you. Here are our options for a semifinal edition of hashtag Game of Inches. First of all, Liberty Finder. At Liberty Finder, lost their matchup on the car fumble that became a touchback. If Carr had gotten that touchdown, they would have won. The only thing is, I think we've already shouted out Liberty Finder. I think Liberty Finder has already won a game of inches, so I'm less likely to have them win again. But that is tough. Lost on the car fumble that became a touchback. Because you think you're going in there for a touchdown. And then if so, all of a sudden, instead of only getting the touchdown, you don't get the plus six, but you get minus two for the fumble. That is pretty bad. Check this out. Michael Perez, who has been on Game of Inches before, check this out, was down by 40. He says after a dud from Rivers, a dud from Henry, a dud from Funches, and a dud from A.J. Green, opponent, well, he was down by 40, but you know who he had in the late games? Todd Gurley and his 43 points. Michael Perez is now headed to his fantasy championship on the back of the girly man, Todd Gurley. Check out Sam Zyang. Check this out. Opponent, his opponent had Michael Crabtree, and Michael Crabtree fumbled real late. But Michael Crabtree then recovered that fumble by himself. Our guy, Sam Zhang, lost by 1.5 points. If Crabtree actually did lose that fumble, he would have won by half a point. Hashtag Game of Inches. Check this out. My info at AL Martinez198. Lost. Thought they had it won. Lost on a defensive stat correction for the Jacksonville Jaguars because of return yards. Took away 3.7 points. His opponent had the Philadelphia Eagles who got extra points in stat corrections. And then this guy lost by .28. Three-tenths of a point in the semifinals because of a stat correction. We got some other options, Chris, that I want to get your advice on. But check this out. We also, I had, uh, you know, we always do game of inches. I had someone give me, you ready for this, a game of miles. Big shout out to Nathan Conway, who won his semifinal matchup. Get this, Chris, 200 to 62. Absolutely crushed their opponent. We also had Clayton Trahan, who had Big Ben, or someone in their league had Big Ben that play, not getting the touchdown, instead giving the interception. Uh, someone in their league lost by four points. I don't really want to say that, because this was in like the consolation bracket, so it wasn't as high stakes. And then we've got one more that I got to bounce off you, Chris. Then what we're going to do when we get back, I want to hear who you think wins. Hashtag Game of Inches, and we'll talk about my waiver wire pickups for Week 16. All that and more when we come back here. We're going to holler at the Stats Overbeat Cypher as well. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app. FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down. And as you know, we've been doing it all season long. We do it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Hashtag Game of Inches, where people really lose their fantasy matchups or win their fantasy matchups based on random, ridiculous stuff. I gave a couple of nominees. Chris Bavona, the manimal, is the guy who decides it. But we have one more nominee. You may know my homegirl. Miss First Team All Lit, the shoulder shimmy in full effect, Maria Marino. Well, I found out this morning from Maria that, unfortunately, Maria lost in her semifinals matchup. She lost by 2.5 points. She lost by less than a field goal. And she had Matt Bryant as her kicker go last night. Matt Bryant had a field goal get blocked. If that field goal goes through, Maria Marino advances to her fantasy championship. But instead, she is merely a semifinalist. I know, unfortunately, that is not so good. And she is not so excited about that. But... Bavon, I don't think Maria can actually win hashtag Game of Inches. I think she would have rather have won her matchup with Matt Bryant. But out of our other nominees, it sounds like you've got uh, an idea on who the winner is. I mean, listen, for Maria, that's really unfortunate. It's rough, it's but, rough. hey, you know, she had some she – ha- she was so good yeah, on so Sundays. Good. She is so fun on so Sundays. Fun. She was always so excited. So, so excited. So, really, what can she say? No, I completely agree. <laughs> I completely agree. But who do we got as uh, – who do you think is the Game of Inches uh, winner? I so badly wanted to go with the Todd Gurley 43 points because right. being down by 40 points in the playoffs and winning like that yeah. when you get a whole bunch of duds, I mean, like, that's just uh, – that, that's just insane. Absolutely. But – because they won. Right. I'm sorry. I can't go Yeah, that a game way. of inches should be something for a loser, right? Someone who loses to make them feel a little bit better. To be crushed by a stat correction, yeah, though. I agree. To, I, yeah, let me tell you something. If that was me yeah, and I'd have to I buy lost a new computer. I'd have to by buy a, a new defensive computer. stat correction and lost by point two eight, yeah. my computer would be out the window, on the street, run over by a couple of cars, probably peed on by a dog yep. walking by. So I'm going with the defensive stat correction to lose by point two eight. I would have been crying. Yeah, I agree with you. And everybody, a little inside radio, I have seen the manimal Chris Bavona down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Let me tell you something. He would do all of the things he just said to his own computer if he lost by a defensive stat correction and wound up losing by .28. Unfortunately, that is what happened to my info at AL Martinez 198. If it's any solace for you, at least you are the Week 15 Game of Inches uh, nominee, champion, winner from the fantasy freestyle for all of you who did not lose in the semifinals but maybe you know maybe you had Antonio Brown maybe you had Devontae Adams maybe you had others which caused you to need to go to the waiver wire this week that's what we're going to do here in this segment of the fantasy freestyle we start at the quarterback position let me tell you something last week I gave you three quarterbacks I gave you Blake Bortles I gave you Nick Foles I give you Jimmy Garoppolo all of them popped off for you. Bortles and Jimmy G, both over 300 yards with multiple touchdowns. Nick Foles put up four touchdowns against the Giants. If you listen to me and had any of those guys, I think they all actually outperformed Aaron Rodgers in his lone start over the last couple of weeks because Rodgers had three picks, so you needed to listen to me. I like two of them, again, 
I like Nick Foles again. He's now only 27% owned after his four-touchdown performance. He's got the Oakland Raiders, another bad defense, this time at home. I think Nick Foles is viable if you need a quarterback. He's only 27% owned. I like Blake Bortles again. Bortles service. Let me tell you something. He had 323 yards and three touchdowns. In his last five games, he has now only had one interception to go along with eight touchdowns, and they face the San Francisco 49ers. I like that. That matchup, I am completely okay with you starting Blake Bortles over name guys if it comes to that in your fantasy championship. Jimmy Garoppolo, however, I'm off Jimmy Garoppolo. He's 30% owned. He had a big-time game, 381 yards last week. He is 3-0 as a starter for the 49ers, but I'm off him this week. Do not grab Jimmy Garoppolo. Why? Because they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. That cat scratch fever. I fade quarterbacks against him. What about Eli Manning? 33% owned. He put the ball up 57 times last week. They get Arizona in Arizona after 37 of 57 for 434 and three touchdowns. Listen, I think they could be down. I think Eli could be a volume thrower again. I think there are worse options on on target. You heard, I think it was it was Joey P or Jake Seeley saying that they would actually take Eli Manning over Big Ben Roethlisberger this week. I'm not going that far, but I think you could do worse than Eli Manning. At running back, I got to tell you, first of all, before we go into the waiver guys at running back, Ezekiel Elliott is owned in 95% of leagues. That means one out of every 20 of you that are listening right now, if you actually went, you can go ahead and pick up Ezekiel Elliott right now in his return from suspension going up against the Seattle Seahawks. And by the way, did you see what Todd Gurley did to that Seahawks defense last week? It's just worth a check. I'm not saying like I'm breaking news here, but it is worth a check. He's 95% owned. One out of 20 of you can go pick up Zeke Elliott. Maybe you need him for the fantasy championship. Other running backs I think are viable. I think James White. I like James White. He's 51% owned. I like James White in for the role that Rex Burkhead had, okay? Now they get a whole week of practice. They're up against Buffalo. I think he's viable. I think it's still going to be Deion Lewis getting a heavy share, but I think James White is the proverbial next man up for the Pats. And he's done it before. I think he can do it again. I like Theo Riddick as well at 54%. I think he is the lead back for these Detroit Lions. I talked about it before. Amir Abdullah got benched, is a little frustrated. Aw, Amir Abdullah, I'm sorry to hear you. But I don't believe in Tyon Green, okay? I don't believe in that. I think it's going to be Theo Riddick. I think as long as Riddick can hold on to the ball, he will be the back the entire game. And they've got the Cincinnati Bengals, who I believe have waved the white flag on their season. I like Theo Riddick and James White as viable ads around the 50% level. Zeke, obviously, is worth a check. A little bit lower. If you're really scrapping the bottom of the barrel, his two guys for you, they play against each other in that Giants-Cardinals game. Kerwin Williams, listen, he's going to get the touches. He's going to get 15 to 20 carries. He's going to wind up with 60, 70 yards, maybe something in the passing game as well. you got to hope, though, that he can get into the end zone against the Giants. I think that's very viable. And on the other side, what about Wayne Gallman? If he's only owned in 5% of leagues, but if you're in a PPR league, this is a guy, he's led the Giants in touches the last two weeks in a row. I personally hope you don't need him, but if you do, you could do worse than Wayne Gallman. At the wide receiver position, and this is where it is, because a lot of people who are competing in their championships may have lost Antonio Brown. 
may have lost Devontae Adams, may have lost a guy like Marquise Lee even, okay? So there are some people you need to consider moving forward. And the first, I stay right there in Jacksonville. Keelan Cole is only 5% owned. This is a guy who went seven catches for 186 yards and a touchdown. If Marquise Lee is still out, I think he is viable. I think I like Blake Bortles. The only question I have, because you know D.D. Westbrook is there, my question is, will Alan Hearns come back? Alan Hearns has missed I, over the last month. He may come back. If Hearns comes back, then it's D.D. Westbrook and Alan Hearns, and Keelan Cole is right back to his slot option. But check that out. He might be worth rostering. But the thing is, do you really want to run him out with your championship on the line? I'm not so sure. Here are two other guys that are more heavily owned around the 50% level that I completely would run out if you lost a guy like Devontae Adams, if you lost a guy like Martavis, uh, excuse me, like um, Antonio Brown. And my answer is Martavis Bryant, okay? He is 56% owned, so you can go out and get him right now, okay? Uh, half the people can go out and get him right now. They play the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans have been giving up the big play all season long. That is what Martavis Bryant does. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be the move the chains kind of guy in this game. I think Bryant is going to be the home run threat, and you can get him in almost half a leagues. He is available right now. If you want to put in a waiver claim, plug him in for Antonio Brown. Also in Green Bay, if there's no Devontae Adams, I think that means things look up for Randall Cobb. I know Randall Cobb didn't have the best chemistry when Hunley was in, and obviously they're going back to Hunley there because A-Rod is now on IR. But I think, listen, I think Randall Cobb is viable. He's only 53% owned. He had a nice night last time. Seven catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. I understand they faced the Minnesota Vikings, but... Randall Cobb does a lot of work in the slot, so I think it still could be optional. Um, Marquise Goodwin is two-thirds owned, but I don't like him up against the Cat Scratch Fever. And D.D. Westbrook is still under 50% owned. Okay, find the Jaguar. D.D. Westbrook could be the lead dog. Um, he only went two for 21 last time out. But I think he can come back and do some work against San Francisco, especially if Marquise Lee misses that one. At tight end, real quick, listen, Greg Olson is unowned in a quarter of leagues. I think he's going to have another great matchup against Tampa Bay. Worth checking. 25% of you can go out and get Greg Olson. I told you about him last week. I used him in my DFS lineup. He popped off for 9 for 116 and a touchdown. You can still get him. What about Eric Ebron? Eric Ebron got a touchdown last week. Had 10 for 94 the week after, before that. Maybe he's starting to grow. He's unowned in over 50% of leagues. We talked about Antonio Gates with no Hunter Henry. What about Cameron making America break again if O.J. Howard doesn't go? And, you know, those are some tight ends you may be able to rock. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back, we open up the phone line. So call right now if you want to talk to Speeds. The number to call is 844-843-6879. We will prioritize the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher in our final segment. I want to hear from you. If you won your leagues and won that cash, Come celebrate with your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What we also will have to do is for the last time, we will light the menorah for the last time. It is the eighth crazy night. We'll do that. I'll, I'll also open up the phone lines for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Let's do it. Come on right back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Come on right back. Your calls. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? 
or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, when we started this about a week ago, I had no idea how much people were going to enjoy the lighting of the menorah as we celebrate Hanukkah here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So for the last time, it is the eighth crazy night. It is time. It is time to say the prayer and light the menorah for the last time this year. So here we go. I hope everybody has had a great Hanukkah. Some people, you know, advanced to their championship during Hanukkah. I got my first ever Hanukkah present from Jilly Dilly in this Ho Ho Hike sweater, which I love, by the way. And so for the last time, I hope I've improved. I hope I get to do this. I hope I nail it this time. All right. Borokata Adonai Elohinu Melacha Olam Asha Kit Ashanu Bamitvu Tov Vitsivanu Lehadik Neshel Hanukkah Bang It is officially the last night of Hanukkah. I hope it is one of those crazy nights for you and you get everything you wanted from the mench on the bench or underneath the Hanukkah. I guess it's not underneath the tree, right? Underneath the menorah. I was overcome with joy when I saw everybody hooking me up uh, presents as well, giving me some props and everybody just thanking for the um, whatever help I've been able to give people as they win their leagues and win that cash. But we are not done because we got to open up the phone lines right now. The number to call is 844-843-6879. And the phone lines are lighting up. And right off the bat, that makes me happy because you know what that means? That means the Stats Over Beat Cypher still has questions. And if you still have questions, that means you are still alive in your fantasy football championship to, say it with me now, y'all know, win your leagues and and win that cash. So let's go to the phone lines right now. We start on the Fantasy Freestyle on a Tuesday with Mike in San Antonio. Hey, Mike, what's going on? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle talking with the spitting statistician. Let's help you get a championship W. What's going on, Mike? All right. What's up, Dane? Thank you so much for uh, helping me out. Um, you always were there and uh, helped me out with this championship right here. Absolutely. So let's get it done. Let's get one more win. How can we help? All right. So I have a Two positions. First one's quarterback. Okay. Um, I have Keenum, Woodles, and Foles on the wire, so I'm not sure who to get. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm so, and Mike, I know if you think I'm crazy, I understand. But I think in your fantasy championship, Mike, you need to start Blake Bortles. It's, wow, world it, for the win. All right. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know it's crazy, but <laughs> think about what he's been doing lately. He hasn't thrown a, He's thrown one pick in his last, like, five games. Um, I also – here's the other thing, Mike, and, and, and I'll, I'll uh, preface it with this. Part of me – I also mm-hmm. think Leonard Fournette is not going to play again this week, and that helps me with Blake Bortles, okay? So check the Leonard Fournette status throughout the week as well. I actually think Fournette's going to miss another game, and that helps Blake Bortles even more. What else you got for me, Mike? 
Okay. Um, on the flex, I have Robert Woods, Aguilar, Walker, and Lynch. Wait, say it again. Woods, Aguilar. Uh, Delaney Walker. Walker. And Lynch. And Beast Mode, huh? Is this PPR mm-hmm. or standard? It's uh, PPR 1. It's PPR? Full point? Uh, yes, uh, full point. All right. Um... It depends on how you want to play it, Mike, in your flex. I'm going to tell you this. I'm off Delaney Walker. Okay, I'll tell you it's not Delaney Walker for me. I'll tell you this. I think Lynch has the best chance to get in the end zone in this game, okay? So at your flex play, if you want, like, the safe touch, I think Lynch can get in the end zone. But in the PPR format, Aguilar has been targeted a lot. Woods did well in his first game back and got in the end zone, and the Rams have a nice matchup. I think Lynch is the safest player to get in the end zone, but in PPR formats, I go Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods has the apple of Jared Goff's eye, and Jared Goff has the Tennessee Titans, and they are bad against the pass. The Titans are like third in the league against the run and 25th against the pass. I think this is going to be a a Jared Goff throwing the ball game, and Robert Woods has really become his primary receiver. So I would go Robert Woods, but I understand if you want to go beast mode. I personally, though, would go with Robert Woods. Thanks for all the kind words, Mike. I hope you win your league. League this week. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, no problem. We go to the Windy City of Chicago and we talk to Hector. Hector is a friend of the show, been on before, and the fact that he's still on means good things for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Dilly dilly, Hector, what's going on? We got another championship matchup this week. What's up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, Speed. That's what's up, Hector. I went with Bortles. I went with Bortles, just like you told me. Um... McCoy would did good. Drake did good. Yeah. Crabtree did good. Yeah. You, you told me to uh, start Crabs. So. Yeah. He got two um, touchdowns for you, right? Good... Crabtree did. Yeah. And Bortles, so, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, Bortles has another good matchup this week, Hector. I know it's crazy, but you might need to ri- win a fantasy <laughs> championship on the back of Blake Bortles, Hector. What did you got for me? What you got? That's crazy. All right. So um, I got some uh, wide receivers. Same ones I've been talking about the past couple weeks. Crabtree, Gordon, and Sanu, and Tyreek Hill. How many you need, and is it PPR standard? This is standard, and I don't know if I want to run uh, three set wide receivers or just keep two and uh, try to try to pick up a running back off waivers, maybe. All right, so uh, it's not Sanu this week, Okay. I do not. I'm, I'm a little okay. off Sanu this week. I like Crabtree. I like Tyreek Hill, and I like Josh Gordon. I think you can ride all three of those guys out there over like a running back you would have to pick up on the waiver wire. So my answer for you is start Crabtree again, start Gordon again, and go back to Tyreek Hill. This guy, listen, this guy is popping off. He's getting big plays every week. I thought it was going to be limited. He's fast. And yeah, he's very fast. He was a little bit limited against the Chargers. You know, outside of that big play, he didn't do much outside of the big touchdown, but that's all you need, to be quite honest. So that's my answer for you, Crabtree, Gordon, and Hill. I hope it works out, Hector. I hope you win your chip, okay? Um, up next on Appreciate the Fantasy it. Freestyle, anytime, Hector, dilly dilly to you. We go to Milwaukee and Jordan. Hey, Jordan, you trying to win a championship this week? How can we help? Let's help you win your leagues and win that cash. Yes, sir. Um, I'm actually uh, in, in two finals right now. Um, I'm going to hit them real quick. I yeah. got two. Um, I got a full point PPR. Um, it's between four wide receivers. I need three. Okay. Um, I got Larry Fitzgerald. I got Crabtree. I got the cheetah himself, Tyree Hill. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if D.D. Westbrook is 
high enough tier to sub in for one of them. Yeah. Um, I think the the right answer is Fitzgerald. Uh, Crabtree and Hill, okay? I understand okay. what you're saying around Didi. You got to check the Jaguars' injury reports, okay, Jordan? Because um, I, I expect Fournette to be out. Right. Fournette, if Fournette's out and Marquise Lee is out, you know, then maybe you got a chance with Didi Westbrook. But if either one of those guys are in, then it becomes a little bit too crowded. Right. I also like, listen, I like, West, I, like, um, I like Westbrook. You know I like Bortles. But, you know, at some point, this train is going to buck you, right? You have a other options. I would try to win. Are you really going to try and win your championship with D.D. Westbrook? Or are you going to try and win your championship with Larry Fitzgerald? Do you know what I mean? So I go Fitzgerald, right. Crabtree, and Hill. What else you got for me, Jordan? Actually, I had all three of those. I had all three of those guys since the draft. So yeah, I'm so go with those three. dance um, with the girl you yeah. brought you, you know? Yep. yep. And then um, this one's a long shot. I'm going up against Zeke, Gurley, and Freeman. So Oof. I got to have the higher upside here. <laughs> um, I, I got Camaro and Gordon. But I'm looking to flex either Shady McCoy against, you know, the stingy New England defense that shut him down last time or um, Marvin Jones Jr. against that uh, Wimbling. Yeah, I think Marvin Jones Jr. is the better chance to pop. Shady McCoy is the safe play, but I actually have a feeling. You're going to hear later on this week, Shady McCoy is a fugazi for me. Bill Belichick and the Patriots, what they try to do is take away one thing, right? They try to take away what you do best. And with Buffalo, the only answer is Shady McCoy. I think they're going to focus on Shady McCoy and try to force Tyrod Taylor to beat him with his arm, and he doesn't have the weapons to do so. So that's what I would say. Listen, Shady's probably the better play, but if you have you need that home run potential, that would be the Marvin Jones route, all right? I hope it works out for you, Jordan. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is here in New York. We go to Larry. What's going on, Larry? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds. Dilly Dilly. What's up, Speeds? Dilly Dilly to you. What's going on, Larry? Uh, not much, man. Um, well, I made it to the championship. Yes! Um, yeah, I made it to the championship, but I lost Antonio Brown and Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's rough. So, Are we have we been going back and forth on Twitter about this? Yeah, we well, we, right. I I talked to you on yeah I talked to you on Twitter. I'm the silent. Are you the silent soldier? Oh, okay, that's what's up. So how can yeah. we help, Larry? What's going on, man? Uh, good man. Um, right now I'm just trying to figure out you know my lineup because right now I'm starting um Jeffrey and uh, Martavis. Do you like that? What are your other options? That's it because you have um, Adams and 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 AB, right? I, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's it. So. Yeah, so say it again, Jeffrey. I'm I, I like Bryant, okay? Jeffrey, I I'm not super high on Jeffrey this week. Um, Jeffrey has been getting like four catches for 45 yards. It's just a question of if he gets in the end zone or not. I like that the Oakland Raiders defense gives it up via the pass, but you know, Nick Foles is finding all sorts of people and Nick Foles is also falling in love with his tight ends for touchdowns. You know what I mean? I think you have to because you lost AB and you lost Adams, but I'm not super high on Jeffrey this week. Okay. What else you got though? What else you got? All right. Um, also, um, trying trying to figure out my flex. Not too many options really to roll with. Um, okay. I got Mike Davis and Jared McKinnon, and this is standard, by the way. If it's standard, uh, I still like Jared McKinnon. I think Lat is getting worn down a little bit. I still like Jared McKinnon. I would go Jared McKinnon over Mike Davis. But Larry, do me a favor. Continue to just hit me up on Twitter. We'll make sure you get. Uh, we make sure you set up right for this week because I want to help you definitely as part of the stats overbeat cipher. Dilly dilly, Larry. I'm glad you can make it on air here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Simon in Atlanta, we're going to get to you when we come back. i got to take a quick break, and then what we're going to do is I'm going to hit Simon in Atlanta, then we're going to check in on our poll for the waiver wires, and uh, 
Did you hear who's trying to buy the Carolina Panthers? We'll talk about that a little bit as well when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle. Fitzgerald Toussaint, I think, becomes the Le'Veon Bell handcuff. Some of you people out there have playoffs where you have like two weeks, so you got to worry about week 17. Le'Veon Bell is healthy right now, but God forbid something changes. You need the backup. You need the handcuff. I believe that it is Fitzgerald Toussaint, although the Pittsburgh Steelers did sign Stephen Ridley. That's pretty much an insurance policy. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I be calling shots, shot callers, brawlers, dipping in the bins with the spoilers. On the low when the jink and the tourists. I'm trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace. That's what we do. You get your hands on some grants when you win your leagues and win that cash. Let's go to Simon in Atlanta. Last call on a Tuesday on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on, Simon? How can we help? What's up, Speedy? Um, I hit you up on Twitter with my matchup. Um, I was up by 25.7. And Jameis put up 25.8. But oh, yeah. Luckily, luckily, the Falcons defense got a sack and a fumble recovery, so I was all good there. So I'm going to the ship. But um, uh, I have a question about flex. Right now I have Goodwin in at wide receiver two. Yeah. And Marshawn Lynch in at flex. But on my waiver, uh, Goodwin has a tough matchup. He and does. the Raiders are kind of done. So should I pick up Kerwin Williams or – Martavis Bryant or Keelan Cole. Yeah, so in for I'm okay with Beast Mode being in your lineup. I understand the Raiders are kind of done, like you mentioned, but I'm okay with Beast Mode being in your lineup. I would, however, do something about Marquise Goodwin up against Jacksonville, okay? So if Martavis Bryant is available for you, that's where I would go. I would do that over Marquise Goodwin. I've been high on Marquise Goodwin, but I don't like that matchup against Jacksonville. I think they can effectively neutralize Goodwin. I am okay with Beast Mode. I might be running out Beast Mode myself in my fantasy championship. All right, uh, so I hope it works out for you, though. Uh, um, all right. Like I said, we got a poll question that's been up, and we want to know who you would do, you know, spend your waiver wire priority or your fab budget. Last chance at it, right? 61% of you take Martavis Bryant, 30% like Keelan Cole, and 9% like Randall Cobb. I. I kind of see it in that order as well. I would get Martavis Bryant in your lineups if you can. The Houston Texans give up the big play, and Martavis Bryant will be that big play guy. But whatever you do, you can go on over You know, with the DFS lineups. Go on over to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. This is the last week where you can go enter for free into the DKMS tournament. If you win that, you play again next week for free in the finals. If you win that, you go up to Minnesota for the big game up there in February. Like you, like I've been saying the whole time, I believe uh, not only Justin Timberlake, but Janet Jackson as well will be there at halftime. All right. Last thing I wanted to mention today, and we're not going to have a ton of time to get into it, but I did want to mention this. Have you guys seen... Have you guys seen who is looking to buy the Carolina Panthers? Okay, Jerry Richardson announced that he's selling the team amidst, in essence, amidst sexual um, harassment allegations, right? So it's kind of like 
instead of letting everyone see what was really going on and having this get into the kind of the billionaire NFL owners club, he is kind of walking away instead, right? So he's, he's announced he's selling the team. Check this out. Check out who is uh, serious, at least on social media, about buying the team. It's P. Diddy, also known as Diddy, also known as Puffy, also known as Puff Daddy, also known as the... Uh, you know, the CEO of, like, Ciroc and all sorts of other things. His TV network. Hey! There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey! It was all about the Benjamins, yo. But here's the funny part, though. Here's the funny part. I don't know if Diddy has enough Benjamins. Last we saw, he does top the Forbes list of the wealthiest hip-hop artists six years in a row. Diddy is listed at uh, being worth $820 million. However... It's going to cost a lot more than that to buy the Carolina Panthers. So I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Here's the funny part. Check this out. He's out there trying to build an ownership group. Like, remember when Steven Ross bought the Dolphins and he brought in, like, Gloria Stefan and J-Lo and Serena Williams and other celebrities? They bought the Dolphins for $1.1 billion. You know who uh, Puffy might be trying to bring in? This is going to go full circle. He's trying to bring in Colin Kaepernick as part of his investment group. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow, and I'll start to preview all the matchups of Week 16. We got the holiday music. It is the last night of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to everybody and to all a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm out. Peace.